Voice. I'm Alan Watts with Kentucky Farm Bureau. Our guest today on the program, Cumberland County farmer, Kim McCoy. My family's been here a pretty good while. They, they settled here in, in 1789. And uh, we don't own the same farm that they settled on, but we're just up the river a piece. And uh, we have deep roots and pride in, in agriculture here in our county. And uh, that I, I'm afraid it may end with me. I've got two sons and two grandsons, and they all live off in 90 miles away in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And uh, they only kind of farm a little bit on weekends for once in a month. But uh, anyway, uh, we raise corn and soybeans and wheat and uh, have a beef cattle operation. Tell me a little bit about the scope of your operation. How, I mean, how much, how much grow crops do you guys raise and how big is your beef cattle operation there? Okay. We, uh, we own approximately 970 acres and most of it lays on the Cumberland River. And of that 970 acres, we uh, row crop about 400 acres of corn and beans and about 150 acres of wheat. And then we have 120 mama beef cows, black Angus, most of them. Are you just feeding them out to, um, you're not feeding the fish, just feeding them out to uh, sell them in the market? Or how, how do you get your beef cattle operation work there? Yes, uh, since the market, it seems like that uh, the five to six weights are the best money. That we used to take them on up to about 800 pounds. But uh, since the price is not much better at eight than it is at six, we, we've been shipping most of them at about 600 pounds right off the mama. You know, we wean them for about 30 days. You don't get ever any calls here lately if people want beef from you, do you? No, we don't. Uh, but we got a guy, I'm right on the Tennessee line, and we got a guy I know that farms just across the line, and he's been talking down here. It's close to Salina, Tennessee. And he's talking about putting in a, a we call it a killing house, to do custom. And that's kind of needed. I mean, uh, get, getting them killed. Uh, the one we use up in Monticello, Kentucky, it's got over a year's wait, waiting list. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to get them processed. Your corn, soybeans, and wheat, are you you're raising mainly just yellow corn? Like any white corn there? Or? No, no, just yellow corn. Where are you, Mark? Where you, where's your corn go? Well, we sell about all our corn down at Toppingsville Elevator, the the one at South Union, just below Bowling Green there, about 10 miles. It's ethanol plant. Uh, I call it ethanol plant, but they're just, uh, I guess they move it to Hopkinsville. And then our soybeans, okay. our soybeans we ship them to Owensboro, Kentucky. So find the market, just find the market pretty, pretty easy for you there to get all that marketed there? Yeah, well, we have to drive a long way. That's uh, the cash rent on land is fairly cheap here. I mean, you can get good river bottom land for a hundred dollars or less. I mean, but the downside is that we're we're 160 miles from Owensboro, and it costs about 50 cents a bushel to get soybeans delivered to Owensboro, and it costs me 30 cents a bushel to get corn delivered to South Union. So uh, it's kind of pricey on transportation, but uh, but the, like I said, the lease makes up the difference. If you're leasing land, which I don't lease, just just very few acres. Most of it, I just what I own to the farm. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Tell me a little bit about your involvement. You mentioned Farm Bureau. You're involved, I'm sure, heavily in Farm Bureau and other organizations there in your community. But what, what are you involved in? Well, I've I've sat on the county board for I can't remember. I guess <laughs> I'm I'm getting old. Probably 35 years, I guess. And uh, I've been on the state board for 16 years. And uh, I got associated through, uh, you know, through the county and uh, local members come out. And I wasn't even, a, I was a member, of course, just through the insurance. And I never even considered being, you know, on Farm Bureau County Board or nothing. And, and one of the members got a hold of me one day up at Berksville and, and talked me into coming to the meeting. And here I am. <laughs> but, it's, it's, it, but when they say it's a grassroots organization, it really is. I mean, it's, I, most of the, the issues and the problems that arise that, you know, I first figured out on a tailgate or church or somewhere, you know how that goes. And 
but it's 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 really good to see how it works through the through the grassroots from the counties to to the to the districts to the state, and uh, it's just a it's a, to me it's a well oiled machine. It's, I mean, it, I'm amazed from over the years I've been involved here an issue on zoning or something in the county, and then and next thing you know, these people from the state office out there visiting that county and seeing what they can do to help, and it's and it's it really works well. Other ER involved in other things besides Farm Bureau in the, in the community there? In the past, I have right now. I'm not. The Farm Bureau kind of keeps me busy. I've been on, I was a trustee at a hospital. I was on the hospital board for nine years, and I soil conservation. I was chair of that for about nine or ten years, and but that's that's in my past. Like I said, you know, since I got on the state board, it, can, it keeps me busy enough traveling and doing stuff. I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. Tell me a little bit about uh, what are some of the big struggles there on the farm? What's the things that uh, uh, you mentioned transportation and getting and getting your crops sold there. What's the big struggles for you there? Health, labor. I mean, if you if you have any type, which most of our row cropping and cattle is, you know, tractor driving. And me and my wife has done that since 2000 by ourselves for the past 20 years. My two sons, they graduated in one in 2000 and one in 2002, went off to Bowling Green. And of course, they got educations and got jobs and got wives and got had kids. And their lives are in Bowling Green, 90 miles away. So. Uh, <laughs> They're not a lot of help, but that's to, to me that is the issue uh, you know, on our farm, and it, probably any farmer you'd ask in this community, you know, is getting somebody to help. Help. I'm 61, and my wife's 60, and you know, we we ain't gonna make it forever. <laughs> exactly. Well, at the end of the day, what what's the, what do you love the most about farming and agriculture? What do you like about farming and agriculture? The people. Uh, you know, I just wherever you go, me and my wife, we we take a road trip every year. We just get in our car and drive. We drove out west three or four years, and we drove on to Oregon a couple of years ago. And we just we we got the gift of gab, and we just drive down the road. And we see people over farming hay and or working cows or whatever. We just pull in our farm and go over and introduce ourselves and and start talking. And and people are so kind uh, anywhere you go in any state. Uh, it just amazes me that when the rural farm people how how welcome they are. If you, if you if you meet them at a cafe, they'll buy you dinner, and then they invite you to go out. We've had them take us out on their farms and show us their operations, and it's just it's just like you can almost, you know. It's it's, it's a connection. Never meet bad people on the farm, do you? No, no. You mentioned your family. You you think uh, you think one day they might want to come back and do some things on the farm? What what's it looking like for that? Yeah, oh, my sons. Yes, your sons, huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they well, they both say don't sell a farm because they like to come back and hunt. <laughs> but yeah, we we've got hopes. The grandsons really like to drive the tractors. Of course, they're young. One of them's three, and another's eight. And uh, we just had the youngest one in here for a couple of days, and he loves to, he loves to get on the tractor. I can't go out the door. He, he says, "Pa, where are you going?" <laughs> and we kind of put our hope on him. I told my wife, I said, "We got to hang on until they get big enough to make a decision whether they won't, might want a farm or not." It's but you know it's. it's <laughs> Farmers complain too much about it, but if they didn't love it, they wouldn't be doing it. And uh, you know, it's 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 the best to me. It's the best life. You know, it's- our guest today on the Farmer's Voice, Cumberland County Farmer Kim McCoy. I'm Alan Watts for Kentucky Farm Bureau.